This is To The Max Podcast, sponsored by Ignite. To The Max is designed for those of you who desire to become a higher expression of yourself. You will learn, laugh, and listen to information that will stretch you from center to circumference. I am your host, Dario Melton. Everything in creation has been designed to grow to its fullest potential. God is in the business of maximizing. You are the highest expression of his creation. It's time for you to go to the max. There is greatness inside of you. To walk with God is to walk with the maximizer. Every step on the journey, the maximizer is making you greater and stronger. He is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can imagine according to the power that is at work in you. God is in the business of taking you to the max. Well, good morning, brothers and sisters. This is To The Max, brought to you by Ignite. I'm your host, Dario Melton. Brothers and sisters, today you have the opportunity to become what you've never been before, for you to do what you have never done before, for you to go where you have never gone before. Square your shoulders, lift your head, and lift your eyes into the hills from where your help is coming. And know that today, yes, today, you have the opportunity to become a higher expression of yourself. Good morning again. Good morning again. I'm so excited and, and thrilled to be able to speak life and positivity into your hearing. I want to say this before we even begin this morning. I want you to he hear this and I want you to know this, that I love you to life. I want you to know that you matter. I want you to know this morning that you are significant, significant. I want you to understand and embrace the fact that you are fearfully and that you're wonderfully made, that God loves you. Yes, I need you to know that. I don't want you to just to think it. I want you to believe it. But I want you to go further than believing. I want you to know. It's one thing to think it. It's one thing to think it. It's another thing to believe it. And it's a whole other thing to know it. Know it that you are greatly loved. Know it that you are unique. Know it that you are gifted. Know that you are talented. And above all things, know that you belong to God. And understanding that and knowing that will help you to accept and embrace what I have to say to you this, you th you this morning. What I want to say to you this morning, and I've got to keep myself calm when I say this, because I am so happy and so excited about your future. I'm excited about your day today, because I know that today you will have experiences that you've never had before, and those experiences are going to help you to move further into your purpose and help to grow you and cultivate you and build you into the individual that God has created you to be. It's like, it's, it, is, it is if God is chiseling away at the rock and he is pulling out the picture of who you are inside of that rock. Why? Because God is a master craftsman. I want to say to you today, understanding that you 
and knowing that you are greatly loved. I want you to hear this. Because you are greatly loved, because you are greatly gifted, because you are greatly talented, because you have purpose on your life, do it anyway. Do what? Everything that God has placed in your heart, go after it. Do it. Yes, I know you will have opposition. Yes, I know you won't get support from everybody. Yes, I know that. Been there. Done that. But what I want to say to you, do it anyway. No, everybody's not going to like you. No, everybody's not going to support you. No, everyone is not going to cheer for you. But do it anyway. You're not doing your purpose that God has placed in your heart for people to like you. You're not doing it for them to cheer for you. You're doing it because you can't help but to do it. It was the prophet Jeremiah who got to a place in his life. <laughs> and if you've ever been to where Jeremiah uh, was, um, you know what I mean. Um, Jeremiah was in a place in his life because he received so much rejection. They didn't want to hear what Jeremiah had to say. They didn't want to receive what Jeremiah had to say. And Jeremiah got to a point in his life and said, you know what? Because of the people, I quit. I throw in the towel. I'm not doing it anymore. And when he thought he had quit, when he decided he's not going to do it anyway, it was at that moment, that moment when he was at his lowest, that moment when he decided to quit, that moment when he decided to throw in the towel, that very moment, brothers and sisters, when Jeremiah said, I'm not doing it. I quit. I'm tired of the resistance. I'm tired of the pushback. I'm tired of not being supported. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. He said, I'm not going to do it. He said, but at that very moment, here it is, at that very moment, when he said, I'm not going to speak or mention God's name, his word, was in my heart as a burning fire shut up in my bones. He said, I was weary with forbearing it and I could not hold it back. And I decided at that moment, listen, I'm going to do it anyway. If they don't support me, if they don't listen to me, if they don't accept it, if they don't receive it, Jeremiah said, I'm going to do it anyway. And that's the kind of passion you got to have. Because if you got the passion in your heart, I want to tell you this morning, brother and sister, that the enemy didn't put it there. God put it there. If it keep nagging at you and you feeling, you're fearing how you're going to be received, you're fearing how you're going to be accepted, um, maybe it's because what God has placed in your heart is what you ought to be doing. Because the enemy always won't to put you up against the wall and keep you a prisoner, here it is, to people. 
wants to keep you a prisoner to people. But you got to be the type of person who take risk. You take risk believing that what that's in your heart, that God has placed it in your heart. You got to be willing to kick fear to the side and take on challenges. Listen, I want you to hear this. Regardless of what the outcome is. Whoa. You, you can't be like the other ones that stayed on the boat. There was a storm that broke out, the Bible tells us, in the middle of the night. And the disciples was in the middle of the sea. And Jesus came walking to them on the sea. And the disciples began to discuss with each other, is that a ghost? And they were afraid. And so Peter began to have a dialogue and say, Lord, is it you? And Jesus says, yes, it is I. And Peter asked, could I come to you? And Jesus bidded him to step out of the boat and into the water. Listen, you're that type of person who you don't mind stepping out of the boat. You don't mind being different. It's easy for all 11 to stay on the boat because at least they know they're comfortable. They're not risking anything. And if you don't want criticism, if you want to avoid criticism, hear me, hear me well, don't do anything. Don't say anything. Absolutely be nothing if you don't want criticism. But I got to tell you today, criticism is a part of life. People don't like the way some people walk. If you talk a certain way, they're going to criticize you. If you breathe a certain way, they're going to criticize you. So you cannot avoid criticism. And since you can't avoid criticism, that is, if you're going to do some great things in the kingdom of God, if you're going to do some great things in your life, you got to be willing to give them something to talk about. I'm telling you, brother, I'm telling you, girl, they're going to talk anyway. And since they're going to talk and they are talking, I want to challenge you this morning to give them something to talk about. You need to square your shoulder and say, yes, I'm going to do it with or without your support. I'm going to do it anyway. Would I like your support? Yes, but with or without your support, I'm going to do it anyway. That's the type of tenacity. That's the type of mindset you have to have. And you should only look for those in your circle, in your life, who got the same mindset that would say, brother, do it anyway. I know the odds are stacked against you. I know the resistance is out there, but we believe in you and we're telling you to do it anyway. That's why you have to, care, you have to be careful who you surround yourself around. Because everybody don't want you to do it anyway. Some people want you to stay on the boat and be just like them. But I want to say to you this morning, yes, the wind is blowing. Yes, the rain is coming down hard. Yes, the waves are beating out in the sea. But what I want to say to you, you got to be the one who's willing to believe in what God has said to you and what God has placed in your heart and step out on the water. Hear me? Not knowing if you're going to sink. Because if you don't do it, you'll forever live your life in the prison of your own thoughts. 
wondering what would have happened if you would have done it. You'll never find out what would have happened if you don't do it. Uh, you only find out what will happen if you try to do it. If you go out, go out there with all your might, with all your strength, uh, with all of your mind. You got to be willing to bet on you. If nobody else believe in you, child of God, you have to believe in you. As a matter of fact, let's take this moment, this commercial moment, and say to I want you to say this to yourself. I believe in me. I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above only and never beneath. I'm blessed going out in the field and I'm blessed coming into the city. That's what I need you to say to yourself. Believe in yourself. But why can you believe in yourself? Because God believes in you. If God felt he couldn't trust you with what he had given you, then you wouldn't have what you have. You know, there's, there's, there's many emphasis inside the Bible where we saw people who didn't play it safe, who, who took risk. Was it not Esther who had come to a point in her life that she had risen to a position of queen? Esther understood protocol, but she had this tenacity about her, this courage about her. She had this aroma about her that made her different than anybody else. Because God only put people in position who's willing to step out of the boat and do things what other people won't do. And it got to a point in her life, I love her testimony. Esther got to a point in her life which it could have cost her life for standing up for her people. Here is her testimony. Very short testimony. Five words to be exact. Her testimony is, if I perish, I perish. Ooh, how, how can you be at a place in your life to have the gall, the tenacity, uh, to, to have uh, the courage to say, if I die going after it, I'm willing to make the ultimate sacrifice. And that's what I want to say to you this morning. Your passion for what God has placed into your life is so, is so, intricately built inside of you, you have to have the mindset that say, if it does not turn out the way that I hope it turns out, I'm doing it anyway. Yes, you're going to look ridiculous out there doing something that others were afraid to do. Yes, at the t it was ridiculous for Noah to be building the ark, building something someone else had never done before. Before, Mo, before Noah, no one had ever seen an ark. They didn't know what an ark was. But you got to be willing to look ridiculous if you're going to do great things inside of this life. I, I, I wish you would just text some people who you believe in and just tell them this morning, do it anyway. You might not have all the money. Do it anyway. You might not have all the contacts. Do it anyway. You got to start where you are. You will never go further unless you move right now. 
thinking about it hadn't gotten you anywhere, but stuck in the same place. Your Bible tells you faith without what works is dead. So in order for you to go ahead with your life, get rid of the dead weight. Just dealing with you alone is enough. Convincing yourself to go ahead and do it anyway is enough. You don't need anybody in your ear telling you why you shouldn't do what is purpose in your heart. You don't need that type of support around you. That's always trying to put doubt in your head. Because one seed of doubt can stop a lifetime of destiny. Let me say this again. One inch of doubt can stop you from moving one foot ahead. That if you struggle with moving, you'll never become the person that God has called you to be. But many of us, we try to play it safe too much. And playing it safe absolutely, positively get you nowhere. Playing it safe. What Planet Safe has to do with it? Planet Safe is for those who are lazy. Planet Safe is for those who want acceptance by other people. Let me say this to you. If you never heard me say it, I want to say it to you again. You're already accepted. You're already loved. You're already approved of. You've already affirmed. And God does all of that for you without you moving an inch without you doing anything. And that's the place I need you operating from. A place understanding that I'm already accepted. So if it doesn't work, that says nothing about me. If, I'm, I, if you don't succeed, that says nothing about you. Because God is not sitting around basing your value on your achievements. Hear that? God is not sitting on God's throne Basing your acceptance, your approval, your affirmation, his love for you based off on how much you achieve. If God was doing that, then God would, cease, would, would cease from being God. God is not moved by your accomplishments. God is moved. Hear me. I'm, I, I want to scream this into the back of the room. Hear me. God is moved by your obedience. God didn't leave the results in your hand. He told you to step out of the boat. Stop playing it safe. God did not leave the results in your hand. Now, let's lift this burden then off your shoulders. Since the results are not in your hand, why are you worried? Why are you concerned? Why are you worrying how it's going to look? How are you worry about how it's going to end? The results are not up to you. What is up to you is for you to believe and start moving. And I want to tell you, leave the results up to God. That's how you do it anyway. You do it anyway because you understand that what comes out of this has nothing to do with my ability to get results. I would tell you this, brothers and sisters, I would tell you this. When you start moving, 
when you start building, when you decide to do it anyway, watch this. God was begin to send help. God only send help to those who are moving. What good is it to send help to you when you're just sitting there? Because then you are causing other people to be stagnant. But when you begin to build, when you begin to move, I want to say this to parents, your children look at you differently. When you begin to build, when you begin to move, uh, you are received differently by, the goal, by those God bring into your circle, bring into your life. As a matter of fact, I'm going to say this to you. Somebody been waiting for you to move. You can be holding somebody else from moving. You can be holding somebody else up from building because when they look at you as a leader, as a mentor, as an advisor, if they say if you're doing it, then they believe their ability to do it. So you got to lead by example, example. You be the first one in the family to do it. You be the first one in the crew to do it. You be the first one in the group to do it. Somebody has to do it. Why does it, it not start with you? That's right. I, I want to be all up in your business. I want to challenge you because you are too valuable for you to sit on the sideline. And that's what that devil wanted you to do. He wanted you to sit on the sideline and make it easier for him to do what he wants to do. But because of that fire that God has placed in your life, you can't help but to do what God has called you to do. Uh, Jeremiah. Jeremiah the prophet was a, uh, a young prophet and, and, and God began to speak to him in the first chapter of Jeremiah. Um, God says to Jeremiah, listen, listen, because this is the same. I want you to see yourself in Jeremiah's story. God said to Jeremiah, before I formed you in the womb, in the belly, listen to these words, hear me. I knew you. That alone should shake you from center to circumference. God said, before you ever step foot on this earth, before you were conceived, there it is, inside of your mother's belly, inside of her womb, God said, I knew you. So if God knew you before you were even conceived in your mother's womb, that means God had already given you a purpose before you began to form inside your mother's belly. And if God has already given you a purpose, that purpose was not for you to pay it safe. Only people who criticize, hear me, hear me, hear me. Only people who criticize, only people who put up roadblocks are those who are playing it safe. They're playing it safe and they are working for the enemy to try to stop you from doing it anyway. Come closer to the microphone. Or come closer to the speaker. I want you to hear this. I want, I want to say this in your ear. They didn't like you anyway. Yes. They didn't like the fact of your presence. No, there's nothing that you have done wrong. Your very presence upsets them. 
So don't you bend. Don't you lose who you are. Don't you settle to appease them. You be all that God has purposed you to be. You can't help it that you are anointed. You can't help it that you are gifted. You can't help it that you got oil on you. But what you can help is doing it anyway. Don't be an enemy against yourself. Don't join the ranks of those who are already opposing you, who's already trying to make the way difficult. You need to be your own cheerleader and cheerleader to yourself and say, yes, get out there and do it. You need to say, yes, I believe in you. Look in the mirror and say, I believe in you. Regardless of anybody else ever told you. This is how I want you to talk to yourself. Look in the mirror and say, if nobody told you today, if you haven't heard it in a long time, I believe in you. That's how you have to talk to yourself. Okay, David. David had, had went out to war and when he came back to Ziglag. It's in 1 Samuel chapter 30. David came back to Ziglag. And when he came back to Ziglag, the Bible says the city was burned. Um, all the women and children had been taken captive. And all the men began to grieve, weep, and cry. And they turned their attention on to David. And they began to believe David. They began to blame David, whatever, for all of the wives and their children in the city being burned. Yes, they blamed David, said, David, it's your fault. We've been out here following you, and you have caused us to lose everything. And the Bible declares that David was greatly distressed for the people, not God, the people spoke of stoning him. Why did they speak it? Because they were having issues. They were grieved. They were grieved for their sons. They were grieved for their daughters. And this scripture, please remember this scripture. If you never remember any other scripture, 1 Samuel chapter 30, verse 6, the B clause of that, that scripture. But David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. So, yes, get in the mirror. When everybody else is talking about stoning you, trying to stop you, they're trying to stymie your process, you get in the mirror and you encourage yourself in the Lord. You, you quote what the Bible says about you, that you are a royal priesthood, that you are a holy nation, that you're a peculiar people who have been called out by God's name. You quote to yourself, I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. You quote to yourself that I'm not in this thing by myself because God loves me. He lives in me. He moves through me. He thinks with my mind. He touches with my hand. He walks with my feet. He is the air that I breathe. It's in him I live and move and have my very being. And once you encourage yourself, Bible says David went and found him a priest by the name of Abiathar. 
and he went and found the priest and he began to inquire of the Lord. So when David encouraged himself, he was able to talk to God about his situation and about doing it anyway. He was able to do that. See, that you have to have enough encouragement for you to even pray. When you're depressed, it's hard to pray. When you have always been pushed down, it's hard to get up. David encouraged himself. Then he began to inquire of the Lord and say, shall I pursue after this troop? Shall I overtake them? And the answer came back. I'm going to say to you, he said, do it anyway. Pursue. And if you pursue, if you do it anyway, you're going to overtake what was taken from you. You're going to recover what you lost. You got to do it anyway. I, I wish I can wish I could just put it inside of your head, etch it in your mind to tell you, brother, sister, do it. Uh, yes, you might not have all the support that you want, but you got all the help that you need. Uh, God himself is your source. And since God is your source, whatever you do, it's only a part of his plan. Every experience you have had was necessary. Yes, everything you endured was necessary. The rejection, the criticism, the resistance, the lies, the, the, the smear campaign, all of it was necessary because God knew if you can develop tough, tough skin through that, you wouldn't mind stepping out on water and said, I'm going to do it anyway. Listen, brothers and sisters, we're out of time, but never out of God's grace. I want you to go out there today and say, I'm going to do it anyway. Don't have all the support I want. Don't have all the resources I want. to. But if God places them in my heart, that means I ought to do it anyway. Listen, we're out of time. I want you to know I'm grateful for you listening today, and I love you to life. I will see you next week at the same time here on To The Max. Thank you for listening to The Max Podcast. This podcast has been brought to you by Ignite. Be sure to visit ignite.club. That's I-G-N-Y-T-E dot C-L-U-B to join the conversation and access additional content that will take you to the max.